Welcome to Bullet Hole Podcast here. We are so glad to have today uh, a <laughs> friend of mine and a friend of Bullet Hole, uh, Mark Boer from Baradis Defense. And uh, we're going to just kind of walk through um, uh, your bio and just kind of your background and how you got to be where you're at today and then on from there uh, you know, in this cast. So first of all, I mean, just tell us little bit about i mean hey grew up where and how and how did things happen to get to where you're at right now all right well good to be back with you guys um yeah um my name is mark boer i live in fayetteville arkansas and i was uh grew up uh, in that state and uh, when i was 19 i went off to the uh to the military and uh, went to the U- u.s army i've got two mos's uh, i'm a infantryman and i've got an intel uh, background more intel than infantry and um, was lucky enough to hit a deployment and uh, train with some really good people have a lot of great experiences and learn a lot and uh, being around the world and uh, when I came back home I finished college and uh, tried to work for a little while but at some point kind of had a break with reality and decided to go to law school and um, also at the University of Arkansas finished law school there and I spent six years as a deputy prosecuting attorney and so that was an interesting experience. So I spent six years doing that, uh, litigating all kinds of things from crimes of property crimes, uh, crimes of violence, homicide, drug-related crimes. I mean, pretty much anything you could put someone in prison for under the Arkansas Code annotated, I, I did. And um, developed some really tight relationships with law enforcement officers. And in 2013, decided to leave and start uh, Baratus. Originally, it was called Rubicon Training Group, but uh, we changed the name um, a couple years ago to Baratus Defense. And so it's been a ride. I mean, we've been uh, we've trained at over 60 police departments across the country. We've done some work with DOD, uh, been with DOJ up in Washington, D.C. We've done some training and some, uh, some work for Fortune 500 companies and uh, several hundred just uh, concealed carry holders too across the country so we've been very fortunate yeah and it has been since you said 13 yeah 2013 yeah. is when we started mm-hmm. and you know as you hang on there i, I was not boom <laughs> uh, i'll re-ask my question mm-hmm. um i'm a media manager you know that's how that works uh but uh no, as you look at the difference between the civilian and LEO sectors and stuff, are there a lot of crossover things that you that you see having been in the military and still in um, within the gun world? Well, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, there's the the, the uh, dealing with the threat, right? So, a threat may manifest itself differently but it's still a threat to your life it's still a bad guy mm-hmm. and so uh, whether you're on patrol or you are just a family a man or a mother uh, trying to get to the grocery store and back home with her with her kids and in, in tow i mean your ability to process information to be aware of your surroundings and to hone that skill and to integrate it with the technical application of your protective skills mm-hmm. so i mean yeah so uh, you know again while it may manifest itself differently there's i guess for lack of a better word you know that's where you start on your baseline what i mean what really when you looked at going from the da's office i know 
and you know, and you and uh-huh. I know each other well. And in full disclosure, I do work some work for for <laughs> for Mark. But uh, um, what was the, what was the impetus that said? I'm going to jump off into the instruction world, man. Yeah, well, it's kind of funny. I was very naive when I came to this world. I really wasn't a, um, never been a gear guy. Um, Really did not know what was going on in the industry. Didn't follow anybody's social media. It really was just driven from my own um, professional work and endeavor. So, you know, being in law enforcement, uh, law enforcement is a very reactive field, meaning, you know, the police normally don't come out to your place unless there's been a call. So that means something has already happened. So someone has broken into your home, right? You come home and you find, you know, your valuables and your your things and have been, you know, picked over or you've been ro- you've been burglarized or someone's been killed and there's a body on the ground or you've been hit or you know what I mean? It's it's very it's driven by the bad guy. And so that that's the only time I got involved is when there was a body on the ground or someone had been hurt or raped or something like that. And, um, you know, after six years of having people uh, in your office who are victims and are afraid of being further victimized. So, you know, their their daughter, you have a family whose daughter is being stalked by an abusive boyfriend and they cut the relationship off and now he's you know, harassing her at work and uh, following her home and, or you've got a witness in a case um, against their rapist and they're scared of what's going to happen and what if he doesn't go to prison what if you don't make the case you know and so I, I, after years of having these people sit in my office saying what can I do I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm, this person's going to kill me I'm afraid this person's going to uh, hurt me what should I do and you know when it came down to it the best I could tell them is uh, you can file a protective order which is a piece of paper which most times is worthless um you know, or to go and get these skills, right? Because the police, even with their best response time, they're still a distance away. And so uh, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of tired of this. I've, I've got a background uh, I, I, with this, at least a little bit. Um, I understand how these criminals think. I know how they operate. And I know what type of evil exists in my community because I came, you know, staring eyeball to eyeball with it on mm-hmm. a daily basis. And uh, there are things that the general public doesn't know until you get victimized. And so I just really wanted to move out into a different direction. And instead of getting on the on the um, on the on the end of it, I wanted to kind of get get to the beginning i wanted to on the prevention side i wanted to kind of show people how to protect themselves and how to prevent this and so it just really kind of went from there and uh like i said i was was really naive as to how the whole industry worked and who the players were and kind of how the whole thing worked but you know it's like anything i mean you get in the game and you figure it out gotcha baritus everybody's gonna wonder and you got a shirt on Showing yep, I the do. shirt, yeah. I do. Baritus. Baritus. Yeah. And everybody, you know, is in. <laughs> and I say it correctly, but I, I know a bunch of people there. Bart. Baritus. Barista. What is that? Burrito, yeah, man. man. I've gotten <laughs> do you it get all. The burrito. Yeah, I've gotten it all. Um, what? Yeah. Well, you know, what's the story? So the story is, um, 
you know, I, I geek out on, on Greco-Roman history, yeah. and uh, I just do, and or any kind of history, really. But um, the Baratus, the Baratus, that's Latin, and uh, as best as I can tell, it means it's Latin for roar uh, or, or trumpet. Um, or like an elephant's trumpet. Um, just think in terms of loud noises, right? Hmm. And so the story is it came back from the fourth century. So when the Roman legions were on the um, on the German frontier fighting the barbarians and trying to kind of suppress the invasions uh, into the into the empire, um, they noticed that these German tribes had the this uh, this roar that they did this and. Um, the guys liked it, right? The legionnaires liked it. They thought it was cool, and so they adopted it. And so we don't really know what it sounds like, but the historian Tacitus said that the way the Romans would do it is they would kind of be up in the ranks, and they would kind of hold their shield up to their face, and they would start with this low moan hmm. in unison. And so it would get louder, and it would get louder. And of course, you've got thousands of guys out there doing it in unison, getting louder and louder, and it's reverberating off their off their shield. And so, right before, as they would be facing the enemy before the outset of hostilities, they, this low this low moan would just kind of grow and grow and get louder and louder. And Tacitus said that it would get so loud. It was like the ancient psyop, right? Uh, they're intimidating their enemies, and the thing gets so loud that as soon as the sound would crescendo up, he said it sounded like the waves just kind of crashing up against a rocky shore. Right as it got at its height, man, and it just crashed. It was so loud, and they're striking this fear and terror and intimidation into the heart of the enemy. Then they would just kind of unleash hell and just move in and just kind of stomp these dudes. And I was like, man, that is... <laughs> that's a cool that's a cool story and you know usually when i tell that story everyone's like oh man that is really cool but and and it is cool but that's that's not to me what makes it so cool the the next part of the story is what what really gets it for me and why i decided to to settle on that name is that when the legions did this you know, they didn't do that because some general was on a white horse looking down at the battlefield saying, hey, that's a good idea. We should do that and implement it from the top down. It didn't happen that way at all. There was no memorandum that was circulated on parchment. There was no order or directive that was given from the top down. It was the guys on the ground, the boots on the ground, the mm -hmm. guys who were standing shoulder to shoulder with their brothers that were, you know, these guys who had families back home, they had they had lives back home, they had people they wanted to get back to, and they the this threat, these this this enemy was in their way, and so it's something that they chose to do together, and they implemented it together, and it went from a couple of guys grabbing onto it and seizing it and implementing it to spreading throughout the ranks and the whole legion. Doing it and it becoming practice, and I thought, man, if ever, if ever in the history of this country there was a need for something like that, hmm. it's it's now. Yeah. I think about you know sometimes I I don't do this every time, but sometimes when we start our classes, well, I'll ask the people, I'll say, you know, do you do you feel like the America that you grew up with is different than the America you're living in now? And everybody says yes. I mean, every, we've all got consensus on that. We all feel like that, and uh, not for the better. And so, and uh, what I mean by that is, you know, t things like domestic terrorism, lone wolf, IED, 
um, vehicle ramming attacks, you know, these types of things that are common terms now. My kids know what these, my kids mm-hmm. have know what these things mean. Yeah. I, I didn't know what they meant when I was a kid. Those, those terms really didn't exist, you know, at least in the world of a 12 year old kid. You know, or when you were a kid, right. I, we didn't we didn't know those things. The worst we did was a fire drill or tornado drill schools. But now you've got schools doing active shooter drills and stuff like that. And so, you, you know, regardless of what we want to look at with crime statistics or, you know, and th- there are some things that are that have gotten better. But the fact of the matter is these things are real. These things happen. And they're, they they change the conversations we have around the, the dinner table and the world that our kids are growing up in and um that's that's going to be on us to fix right washington dc is not going to fix that your uh your governor is not going to fix that because they've had plenty of time and it's going the opposite direction and so if it's going to change it's going to have to be from us the 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 people deciding that we're going to stop outsourcing our security to these agencies and to other people, and that we're going to take responsibility for ourselves and and uh, and to work with our neighbors and with our communities, you know, back like they did when this country was founded, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that that's that's what it's going to take. So I say that you know, Baradus isn't just a it's a it's not just a noun. It's not just a thing. It's a people. We are the Baradus. We are the Baradus. You know, if we work together, if we do it in unison and we kind of spread that. So that's that's our mission. Our mission is to train security minded citizens to build a a real skill set so that they can protect themselves and their family members. But not just that, but integrate them into a security apparatus right to make them effective so that it's not just themselves and their family, but their communities and their areas as well. All right. We'll take a break right now, and we want to get back uh, to uh, your philosophy and some things, because we're bleeding into it already. But uh, we want to do that in the next segment. So uh, always want to remind you that we are brought to you today, as always, by Custom Built Firearms Manufacturing. And that's Quality Bill Firearms, uh, all ARs, right? And uh, Black Rifles Matter. And uh, so you can get them right here at the Bullet Hole. They're our in-house brand. And so it's always fired up by Custom Built. So next next segment uh, that we want to get into is just your philosophy of training and, and philosophy of life. And uh, I, I, yeah, I'm excited. So after, after this, we'll get back to it. All right. It. Sounds good. Wanted to step into this next portion and uh, of discussion with with uh, Mark here, and I know that you know just from us talking and everything, you have a little different philosophy when it comes to training um, than kind of the normal beast, if you will. What's and and once you once you delve into that, I know that a lot of guys. I'll say it this way: um, a lot of folks in training see. Um, the fast action man they're diving under cars and bop, 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 diving out of cars shooting through windshields and and they get a little like whoa i can't do that no and and you do some of that with mm. with your your leo guys yeah. Yeah. but for civvies or civilians um you know those of us uh, that are <laughs> that are that um i mean 
what's what's your philosophy of teaching those folks? And and I mean, could a could a seventy year old guy walk in your class and be like, wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So between Alex and I and then a couple other guys that we use for instructors, I mean, we've got a, a wide breadth of knowledge, skills, and experiences. And we kind of have made the decision amongst ourselves that, you know, we will take anybody as far as they want to go, you know, into developing their skill set. But that might be that might be different things, you know, per the individual. You know, so we have some folks that come out that are in their 20s, they're, they're PT studs, and they can, they can do a lot. They can run and gun, and they can run it pretty hard. And then we've got some folks, literally, that are in their 70s that will come out. And so sometimes they'll look at our, the YouTube channel, they'll look at some of the, th- and I've, I've had this happen before, they were, they'll look at it, and you know, you got a bunch of jump cuts, and you kind of got some high-octane dynamic, you know, shots going on, and they're like, I don't know if I can do that. Well, number one is context is everything i mean that's not the whole class you're looking at a at a part of a class and you know we're we're uh, trying to put that out to you know generate excitement and stuff like that and so um the fact is is that you're capable of doing more than you think and we will get you there but we're going to do it safely and we're going to take you you know, within your limitations and, and try to help you push past them but we're sensitive to that i mean i've had two surgeries in my in, in my ankles and my knee you know i've got a problems with my back alex is you know he's used up pretty good too and uh and, so, and some of the other guys that are on our cadre um he's on our website yeah alex woods who's a five years ranger battalion sniper i mean he's he's done a lot he's he's been a lot of places and so you know he he got used up pretty hard by uncle sam and he's Mm -hmm. got his share of things so you know we're super sensitive to people coming out that have limitations and so what we do just as we have in our own lives we've had to find ways to continue training and continue to develop and make ourselves better with our own limitations that come as a result of injuries and some of it that comes with uh, as a result of age mm-hmm. and so so we're sensitive to that we're not out there to embarrass anybody or to show anybody up we're trying to show you how to take where you are and make you better so if that means you know you got a gimp leg and you're born with it and that's it well then we're going to show you how to how to how to work around that. Now, you know, i know you're coming back on september 12th mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and uh going to be running uh, beyond concealed carry mm-hmm. which is a pistol one class yes. so in that vein of thinking then i mean you know grandma grandpa you know whoever wants to come out and uh, come on out. Yeah, yeah. We've had all kinds. I mean, yeah. on that level one class, we've had long LEOs, combat vets. We've had competition shooters. We've had uh, grandma, grandpa, and and just folks who are are new to the gun. And so that's a wide breadth of yeah. <laughs> skills and background. Yeah. And so, yeah. and every one of those folks have said, "Hey, I got something out of that. That was a good class. I, I had a great time, and uh, I got I walked away better," which is what we that's what we do you know now and and then explain i know and you know i've talked off air um a lot of people get so caught up in the technique you know and they're so caught up in it's gotta how you, how you gotta stand yeah and you gotta do this in 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 a fight 
<laughs> I don't think any of us are shoulder width apart, probably. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. So, but, but, but it, I mean, you know, your training from what you were telling me is is not so focused on, and a lot of it comes from your, your military background, and and still, still in. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's tech is rather than technique. You said it is tactic trip. Well, they're they're both. They're 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 two. You know, techniques or tactics, techniques, and procedures. Right? TTPs. Those are those are three mm-hmm. different things. And when you get into trouble, is when you're trying to make one the other because they're they're sep- They're they're different things that are designed to be work working in conjunction with each other. But. I, you know, I, I think this is kind of an issue facing the industry today is that people, they, they look at these guns and, you know, they want to build a skill set. And so if someone who, let's say they're brand new to the world, right, haven't been in the military, haven't done law enforcement, haven't done competition shooting, they're just brand new. So they come to the industry and they're like, well, I, w- I want to learn how to run this gun. So they're looking at gun training or as a commodity right it's a the the view of it is as a commodity so if it's a commodity then you know where do you go so you know what i mean like when i say commodity like if i go down to the store and i buy a pencil i couldn't tell you the name of a pencil company i just go in and i'll look at the pencil and i look at hey does it have an eraser Mm -hmm. can i sharpen it and uh and how much is it those are my considerations and i think that's the problem right now with the gun industry or the training industry is that it's been presented that way as a commodity to where Mm. hey basic gun intermediate gun advanced level gun that they're all the same so if i'm a if i think i'm an intermediate guy i'm not going to go to that guy's level one because i'm not a beginner i don't need that and or it's well, I've got all, all these people are teaching the guns. Well, who do I go to? Oh, well, what we start doing is I'm going to gravitate to someone based on personality. You know, were they this Navy SEAL? Do they do crazy theatrics or not theatrics, but, you know, do they have a cool sense of humor? Are they funny or are they intense or, you know, do they tell the best war stories or, you know, who, who do you go to? Who do you go to? If, if I'm treating training as a commodity, as something that's just interchangeable, then what else do I have to do other than just to gravitate based on a, a personality? And so, you know, some of these guys have been savvy to that and they've, um, and it's not just the military guys, you know, you just look across YouTube and, you know, the guys are savvy to that. And you've got these larger than life personalities that are now capitalizing on that and drawing people in. And I don't want to go too far afield on that because that's not, that's not, I'm not being critical of that. But what I would say to a person who's trying to figure out who, who to go train with and everything, it's go figure out most of these guys are, are specializing in stuff. And they may not be telling you that, but they really are. They're, they're kind of filling a niche. And the training spectrum is so broad, I don't think there's any one instructor or one person that is going to, in one class, fill that whole, the, the whole spectrum of training for you. Not us, not fill in the blank. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's so broad. And so, for instance, let me let me just kind of put some meat on the bones, so to say. So I'm going to take some people that I look up to that everybody in the industry knows, and I might not be representing what they bring to the table accurately. So if I do, the fault is my own. I'm just telling you from the way I look at it, what they offer. All right. So let's take um, let's take Pat McNamara, for instance. All right. Delta guy super experienced incredible larger than life personality definitely somebody you'd want to sit down and drink a beer with right all right well look at look at his instagram feed man look at what he's doing he's running a gun right but how is he doing it when i look at him i look at somebody who's focused on mobility Hmm. Look at it. He's working out, but it's not just he's working out. It's functional working out. So everything he's working out with, he's not doing it to be big and buff. He's doing it to make himself mobile because I've listened to enough of his podcast and just kind of listened to the way he presents instructions. I mean, yeah, he'll run a gun as good as anybody else, but really his focus is on if you can't move fast enough to cover because you're out of shape or you can't move or you've got, you know, you know ailments and infirmities man you gotta you gotta strengthen those up if you can't get small you know on a dime and get behind cover you're dead you know what i mean so to him and i look on his feed i mean that's straight up seems to be what he's about so now i'm saying okay what does what does he offer or what does he want to offer that's he can do all the other stuff but right if he's got a one-day class a two-day class there's only so many things he's going to focus on and it does seem to be that's what he's about hmm now let's take somebody else who's not a military person uh t-rex right Hmm. what's he all about look at his instagram feed shooting the guy shooting but like in what manner competition speed speed right have you ever seen him do anything slow have you seen him do anything slow the guy is all about speed he's like a like a corvette right so he's running around and and of course you know all these guys accuracy fundamentals all of that stuff but if you went to his class you think he's gonna you know have you taken a sledgehammer and you know hitting a tire and doing all kinds of crazy push-ups and stuff like that no he's gonna show you how to mount the gun quick a string of fire accurate but speedy quick that's kind of what he's about so you know here's the deal which one's better well it's it's not which one's better it's just what do i need right now you know am i am i more focused on on building that speed skill set and, or am I, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm shooting fast enough, I'm improving, but man, this mobility thing, I really need to, it's not just about running to the barricade to next barricade, it's how am I moving? How am I building the um, the resiliency in my own body to do it? Well, maybe I'm gonna go to Pat Mack and do that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like no. each of these guys are kind of focused in an area. And so, I don't know. That's how I look at it. And so I'm saying to to people, like, stop looking at gun training like it's a commodity, like it's all interchangeable and it's all basically the same thing. So therefore, I'm being drawn to somebody based on credentials alone or based on personality alone. Credentials and personalities obviously is important, but it's not that's a factor but it's also like what what are the things i need to do to improve my skill set so then what do we do right Mm -hmm. so what do we do well our deal is you know combining right the smart guy wins the fight right so we're combining intel with the individual skill and marrying those together 
So not just, she would teach you how to shoot, right? But it's not just how to shoot, but when to shoot. What do you do afterwards? You know, what do you do afterwards when you, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, it's it's not enough to tell somebody get off the X. I mean, we'll show you how you move on the X, how to use the X, um, you know, those angles of attack. And so, the, and, and ultimately, both with the LEO courses and the civilian courses, we are relying and bringing out these fundamentals of tactics like how to see how to how to seize the advantage on your attacker and and deprive them of the advantage and use that against them how to close with um you know and and neutralize um it's not you know i was watching one video by by an instructor everything he was said was right but he was like sometimes you got to move sometimes you might duck sometimes you might just stand still well yeah but how do you know when We'll yeah. sh- we'll tell you how to we'll tell you how to do it and it and it really comes down to these three areas and you mentioned it earlier so I'll just kind of close this this loop with this is that okay. you know every attack I don't care what it is I don't care if it's a fist fight a knife attack a gun attack whatever it is whether it's division you know or a uh, a squad or a single man on man encounter it doesn't matter all attacks come down to timing. And there are three timings of every attack and it might change over the course and the duration of the attack but there's always an engage of engaging of timing and that is you're either ahead of time behind time or equal time and you need to make sure you understand what those timings are and how you use your technique right Mm -hmm. your skill how you apply your skill your combat power in accordance with that timing if you do it if you do it correctly the chances are you're going to prevail if you do it incorrectly you will die and that's really what you guys are putting out yeah. in class and yeah and so when you come to a level one class yeah you're um you're gonna learn how to shoot you're gonna learn the fundamentals of the draw you're gonna learn sight picture you're gonna learn trigger squeeze all that kind of stuff and so you know if you're an advanced kind of shooter you're gonna you know you may yawn and say hey uh you know i'm I'm well past that but we will also we also integrate those those that kind of those concepts and principles in with the drills in with the training so that way uh, by the time you get to level two, level three of whatever it is, whether it's the rifle, pistol, the knife, what, no matter what the training is, now you've you've really kind of started to pick up those and integrate it into all of your your skill sets. So there's a lot. I mean, really a lot to to go into. I mean, for you guys as a company, and uh, I encourage everybody. I mean, hey, you know, check them out. And everybody can check you out at BarrettusDefense.com. Yes, B A R R I T U S defense.com. Yeah, yes. yeah BarrettusDefense.com. And you're on the gram, you're on, on, on the, the gram. book of faces and all that business. Yeah, well, and all that. But um, in in here, you're here today because not only you do you do some training here, but you also shoot custom built gun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, actually, you have two of our guns. Yep, I do. Um, I do. Um, but um, and so far, what has been the experience with uh, Bo? Have you have you got into the AR nine the AR nine yet? Um, not a whole lot. I will this weekend when I take it up to okay. uh, Manhattan to run our, our rifle class up there. But on the AR, man, that thing is that thing's dialed in, man. It's sweet. Yeah. It uh, good. 
so a couple things that I noticed right off the bat is um, it's almost like the whole gun's just built out of one piece. I mean, there's there's mm. uh, there's nothing loose. There's nothing rattle, uh, rattling around. There's no tolerance to, to take out or slack, you know, in between the, t- the pieces. So I noticed that the minute I picked it up. Um, so it's nice and tight and uh, it handles great, man. When you, you pull the trigger, that thing shoots flat. So when you run a, a bill drill, you know, string five, six shots, pop, 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 pop. Um, that, I mean, you're not you're not having to readjust much. Yeah. I mean, the thing shoots flat. It's pretty pretty impressive. So, if you're wondering where to get one of those at, you want to come to the bullet hole right now. Uh, there are some things in the works that we can't necessarily talk about, but uh, uh, it's James kinda, Bond kind of stuff. That's right, secret squirrel man. But uh, be looking for that. But come to the bullet hole. We sell our guns right here out of the bullet hole. That is one of the things we pride ourselves on is the fact that it's tight. Right. And uh, and it's built, and the lower is specifically built to our specs um, uh, for that reason. And it has uh, some some secret scroll stuff in it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but done for that reason. Yeah. But um, we're, we're glad to have you on board and yeah. part of the family. So, yeah. um, you know... And maybe as a last out, you know, right now, and, and we're doing this in, in, in August, or no, this is July, sorry, I'm trying to hurry things up, it's July of 2020, and so you guys might be viewing this later on or listening to it later on, um, right now, a lot of crazy stuff going on, you know what I'm saying, um, and people are really wondering, you know, uh, one of the things, um, you you have an intel background and so you're kind of dialed into this thing of what's going on on a bigger scale right uh kind of explain that maybe and tell us about how you disseminate that information yeah well a couple things um we we're starting to i mean we blog about it i say we're starting we've had a blog for a while but we've gotten uh, we've ramped up our blogging operations if you will a little bit talking about that um the best way we communicate this thing or really on two mediums is with our newsletter. So if you sign up for our newsletter at our website, BarrettistDefense.com, you're going to get it. It's not every week, but we don't jam people's inboxes with with junk. Hmm. Like, hey, buy this or hey, we're going to be here. Or it's um, we disseminate information that you can use. You can do yeah. something with. Right. Yeah. That's kind of my deal is I'm a very busy person. And everybody else, I don't know anybody, anyone who would say they got a bunch of time on their hands. Everybody is busy just, you know, trying to make it, trying to, you know, move the needle forward for themselves. And so they don't have time for nonsense. So if we email you something, I write it like, what would I want to know? What do I need to know? So we'll send you some information, just tactical tips, how to make yourself better, how to make yourself harder to kill and stuff like that. as far as what's going on right now and people their preparedness and things like that so we've been blogging about that and and sending that out in our newsletter in our courses you know this right now a lot of folks seem to be when they come to us be like they're scenario based they're a what if or what should i do if this or i want a home defense course or i want that and all that stuff's those things are good they you should seek that stuff out but like one thing we have always been about is training the whole person right we want to train the whole person we want you to not just be able to shoot from 
you know, with, uh, in your house. We want you to take your platform and know, hey, what are the limitations of this thing? How far can I get? You know, different environments, different stresses, different pressures. We want to train you to have an eye for terrain, you know, and that's kind of an infantryman's term. But, you know, for the concealed carry holder, it's just mm-hmm. you call it situational awareness and not not just aware of who's and what's going on around you, but just an eye for the terrain, like where are the best places I can go for cover? What is going to be my next point of cover? You know, just kind of teaching you to just see the world that way. And I think that um, more now than ever, that kind of attitude of training the whole man or the whole person is bearing itself out because we've got a lot of folks who have spent every moment at the range squared up against a paper target, you know, drawn as fast as they can from three to, you know, 10, 15 feet away and then calling it good for the day. And if you look around what's going on, we've got cities burning down. We've got roads being blocked, people being drug out of their cars, um, you know, uh, neighborhoods being trampled down on and people, you know, coming out in their yard trying to hold off 30 people you know from coming in and and attacking them and and those are the things that those those courses or that range time is not preparing you for you know why because your whole um your whole paradigm is training as if you're going to be in a wild west shootout Hmm. you know where you draw at six paces and you're going to gun the bad guy down and then that be the end of it you know and so we're seeing a reality that the world's not geared that way and so if you are just training that way yeah then you're going to come up and that's why we're getting the well what do i do if so the remedy to that is principled based training that trains the whole person um to prepare them for a wide range of threats okay right and maybe we can get and i i hope we can you know that you can come back yeah Maybe sometime. I know you don't drive up all the time from Fayetteville, but maybe you can come back and and uh, via the the good old yeah. phone, we have the availability to be able to do that and uh, talk about some of that right. stuff uh, and scenario based stuff. Um, wrap things up and just to kind of culminate everything, because um, we've discussed a lot over the last forty minutes. <laughs> um, if you had one thing you want to leave with folks um, and about Baritus, about yourself, and, um, and you say, hey, this is what I want you to know and uh, take with you today and, and want people to come back, what is it? Um, I think when you, when you train with us, um, I can just not leave with you so much what I think. I can just tell you what we've been, to- what we've been told about why we've, we've had people come back and take the same class four, five, even six times. And um, we run a lot of different classes. And one thing, a couple things that, that folks have told us is about that we're very approachable. Um, we don't have egos. Um, we kind of just, we like to have fun and we treat you like family. And uh, that there's a really, um, there's a family type kind of camaraderie like we're just hanging out you know yeah. we're just hanging out shooting yeah. and oh uh, yeah we'll run through a, a curriculum but we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna train you like you were our family you know because 
we want you to be safe and we want your family to be safe and that's that's really why we got into this thing and the whole t- the whole reason why we did it awesome yeah awesome mark it's been it's been an honor to have you yeah it's good to be so, here man yeah yeah so if y'all want to check him out please check him out at baritusdefense.com baritusdefense.com i can't i can't even say it sometimes a baritusdefense.com is b-a-r i'm looking at his shirt over yeah. here b-a-r-r-i-t-u-s.com has a newsletter and everything that you can get more information and uh, get squared away with them and uh to september 12th he's going to be back here at the bullet hole uh teaching um beyond concealed carry mm. and then uh, i think uh, we've talked about maybe later on doing some rifle stuff over there yeah. and when we get our and i know everybody's excited about getting our rifle range yeah. up and running and uh so we're gonna get our rifle range up and running and awesome. uh you maybe teach the carbino awesome so sounds good all right man so good to have you good to see you so we will until next time all right see you so, by the way guys always brought to you by and powered up by custom built guns we're custom about firearms manufacturing as the proper would be. But if you want to find us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, you can look at look at us up on uh, there at the bullet hole uh, on any of those platforms, or you can look up custom built guns um, and uh, find us there as well and follow us. But uh, until next time, stay safe. We'll talk to you later.